move on back to Baseless Claims, our casual conversational comedy podcast. My name is Tay, Futurologist. My name is Tori, the boy with the big bad laundry problem, Thompson. My name is Tyler. You run with the burn, you run with the man, Matheson. Huh. Hmm. Well, it seems like we're at a little bit of an impasse here. Three roads diverge in a yellow wood. A little bit of a Mexican standoff here. Yeah. Who's who's firing first? I don't know. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first. Mine is Hold the on. shortest. I okay. shot Tori just because to to get him out of the way. Not, like, dude, if we no, were I had a Mexican... force field up. Dude, that's not fair, man. Okay, I... if we were in a Mexican standoff, let's choose no one's topic. <laughs> if we were I... in a Mexican standoff, who would everyone shoot first? I shoot Tori first. I shoot Tyler before he shoots me. I would have misunderstood, and I wouldn't have brought any guns. And I would have so, like, someone would have said oh, Mexican standoff, and you would have been like, "Hey guys, we can't be used. We can't say that anymore." Guys. <laughs> like severely no, misunderstanding have, what it is. No, I'd just be like, "Oh, we're having a Mexican standoff. Dope. I'll bring fajitas." You went to Taco Bell previously, <laughs> <laughs> just to insult all of Mexico's heritage. Never, never mind. I actually shoot Tay first because that's an easy target. And then just me and you have. Well, you call me fat. Ooh, Tyler, did you just call Tay fat? Oh, what the big, fuck! A, a, a big easy target. That's what you said. Yeah, I, I shot did. Tay's big fat gut because it's a big <laughs> oh, stupid okay, jiggly okay, target. That's okay. what you said, Tyler. Tay, I'm so sorry that Tyler would say something like that yeah, to you. Thanks. That's it's simply unacceptable, and I want you to know that I'm here for. Boom! Shot you. You're dead. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh buttered you up like a nice cheddar bay biscuit didn't i which i've had too many of <laughs> yeah we'll get to that at a later point tori what's wrong with your laundry so this is going to be a call for advice but i first need to set the scene a little bit here so you understand the context which is i was doing laundry i don't have a, a in washer unit so i have to walk down the hallway to the laundry room and this was this all started last tuesday on the night we recorded last week's episode it was right after we were done. I got all my laundry. It was all set to go. Brought it down there. And there was, uh, like, it was sitting in the wash machine. And it had already been sitting there because I, I tried to do it four hours earlier, but someone had left their clothes in there. Same clothes. And I was like, oh, these motherfuckers have not come to change their laundry yet. One, that's gross. Two, okay, I'm, you know, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to go back and I'll try again later. So I waited. I'm sorry. Is there just one washer, one singular washer? Yeah, one yeah. washer, one dryer per wing per yeah, floor. Yeah, welcome to uh, apartment hell, Tyler. But keep that sounds every other horrible. every other unit in my building has a washer dryer in unit. My unit just doesn't happen to have it. Gross. So it's not like everyone needs it. So how many people do you share it with? How many people are in the same wing on the same floor? I don't know, man. We don't like- wait and hang out. There's <laughs> how many how many apartment units is there per? F- how do you, well, I mean, is there a schedule? It feels like you would need to coordinate a little bit because it's like, what if, what if someone's got a big interview tomorrow? They need to wear their best shirt. They need to wash it. And how Tyler, do you communicate? That, Tyler, how do you know that's who's sort of part of the problem? Yeah. It's also just how fucking communal laundry. Exactly. The, the random things, the randomness work. of human nature doesn't allow for that to happen. Oh, y'all are poor. Okay. I get it. Wow. Okay. First you call me fat. Now you're calling me poor. Yeah, now you're making fun of me for losing my job due to COVID-19, the pandemic that's yeah, sweeping the, the nation. Yeah, what the fuck, Tyler? You're a horrible person. You're a real piece of shit today, T. Real piece of shit. So anyway, this piece of shit had not moved their clothes. I, I was, you know, I went there after last week's podcast. I'm still there, four hours. Okay, I'm a little pissed at this point. I go back three hours later. I'm fucking ready for bed at this point, but I'm trying to get these clothes washed. Still in there. 
had not ch- taken them out of the wash machine yet. At this point, I'm pissed. I'm considering writing a note, but I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. Just give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, I've left it in there by accident for like two hours before, whatever. I go back the next morning. It had been switched to the dryer sometime in the middle of the night, but they were left in the dryer. And I was like, okay, well, at least they did it. You know, these people are slow. Just give them, give them a break here. I'll check back in two hours. I go back two hours later, still there. And now I'm pissed. So I... Wait, you left your, you left your clothes in the washer after they had done the cycle for two hours. I took my clothes back and air dried them. Oh, okay, okay. After I waited two hours, they were sitting in there for two hours, but I didn't, I didn't leave them in there that whole time. I then pulled them and went and hanged them up. Okay. Then I go back six hours later to try and put the ones that can go in the dryer in the dryer. Their clothes are not out of the dryer yet. I open it up. I open it up to like, see, okay, is it, is it okay if I take these and touch them? And the first thing I see is like a bunch of women's underwear and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I can't do this, but I can go back to my apartment and get my girlfriend to come down and take out the stuff so that I'm not a fucking creep, right? I can cover my base. I can cover my creepy base. I mean, can't you just put them in a bat? Isn't there just like a basket yeah. next to the dryer? You could have just siphoned them into. Yeah. yeah. Their, their basket was still half filled with dirty clothes. That I assume they were planning I'm, on getting to it. So at point. that point, but anyway, a thousand, a thousand percent their fault. A my thousand guy. percent, yeah. I take them and put them on the goddamn floor or set them on top of something because sorry, my turn. I know I'm in a bit of a different position, but like, dog, grab them fucking undies and just throw them on top of the dryer. It's it's because I would have done it. Had it not been for the Tori, fact that it was so Tori. much women's underwear and it's a pandemic, I don't feel as comfortable yeah, okay. touching other people's stuff. And I just, I don't like to be a dick like that. Like, I feel so bad about that. Also, I I will give you the benefit of the doubt when it comes to not wanting to do this because for this entire time, you have not run into this person. Not once. But the fucking moment you touch those clothes, that door opens and there they are. Yeah. Well, no, it's mostly because Tori's (laughs) never touched underwear before. (laughs) Shut up. Tori was afraid. No, I wasn't. Have you ever even undone a bra, you fucking loser? If you knew how many titties I've seen, you would be so jealous. Hey, Tori, how do you unclasp a bra? People used to call me Fucks McGee because I had so much intercourse. What? I think you can count the amount of titties you've seen on one hand and using all five fingers because there was that one time. There was. But, you know. <laughs> that, was that, that was a crazy night. Boy, I love Mexico. Anyway, um, it doesn't end there, Tyler. That's not where the advice comes in because at that point it had been the full day. <laughs> down, right? in Me- down in Mexico, when I see pretty girls, I have a Mexican stand up. Uh, that's pretty good, uh, actually. Okay. <laughs> <that one. laughs> okay. Okay, so it's been it's been at this point it's been over a full day. Uh, I had my girlfriend come down and take out the clothes so that I don't have to be the one that deals with that, folks. These clothes are still. I checked right before the podcast; they're still piled up on that table where I set them with a note saying, "Please leave timers for your clothes." And their basket of dirty clothes is still fucking sitting in there. It's been a That's full week. Oh, they're wild. dead. They're dead. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I need to know is like advice on like, should I alert someone? Call the coroner. They're dead. Cor- Have you noticed a mysterious smell coming f- from the hallway? A, I don't know what fucking unit they're in. So I can't just be like, you know, the person with the kind of like dirty white clothes basket that like 
And well, there's like babies onesies in there too. So it's like, did, did they die in their oh, babies? Because I've been hearing a baby cry a lot lately. Oh, they died. Ooh. They're dead. Oh, they Tori, absolutely you're, died. You're the asshole in this situation for not calling a coroner's office <laughs> earlier. That's what I, yeah, that's that's why I feel bad. Because at first I'm like, oh, fuck these people. Like I was making judge. It's like when someone cuts you off and you just assume that person must be terrible in every aspect of their personality. When really they could just be late for work or something. Yeah, but when you pass them later, they're like sobbing their eyes out and they're like on the way to the hospital and shit. You're like, oh, it's, it's okay. I'm not actually yeah. that mad. I made, I made full on sweeping judgments, the like character judgments about who this person was now oh, i'm really? pretty sure they are fucking ne- dead i i would have never assumed that you would do something like that tori you of all people oh, i would have never guessed such a such a breach of character it's completely look, out it's completely out of left field look we've been, it's, we've it's been different each other a lot this episode <laughs> shut the fuck up tay anyway it's it's different when you're doing it for the funnies than when you're like actually pissed off in this fucking little shitty laundry room by yourself like who the fuck does this person think they are they're not the only ones that live yeah. here i need to wash my my favorite button up that i was gonna wear for my special day yeah <laughs> i need to also, watch i need to wash my silk button up with goku on it. also tori at the same time it's like you're like washing your clothes and everything and you're like pissed off in the laundry room but then you have to think to yourself am i going anywhere am i that's am true. i doing anything <laughs> That's true, but like, you know, I will wear pants for a long time. T-shirts are a one-time game for me. I just can't. I can't get that out of my head, you know? Like, I'm not going anywhere and doing anything. As we've established before, though, uh, you do consistently shit in those pants, and while you wear them for a really long time, it does get kind of bad. It smells atrocious. Yeah, but I wear diapies. I wear oh, diapies. Oh, horrible. Um, y- they're dead, Tori. That's the only solution. They're yeah, dead. Yeah, those people are dead. Okay, so yeah, that okay. So that answers the question then is like, are they dead? Yeah, sounds like they're dead. Like no one's just like spontaneously like, okay, I'm gonna put my clothes in the dryer and then I'm gonna hop on the plane. We're gonna go to Cancun for a week. No, that baby is gnawing on their corpses right now. It's got nothing yeah. else. And uh good good survival instincts on that baby, I gotta say. Yeah, that baby's gonna be fucking metal. Uh, that itself. baby's gonna be fucked up. That baby's gonna be fucked up. Emotionally. Well, thank you guys for clearing up my fucking laundry problem, because like Yeah, no problem. I was just I was just so concerned about getting my clothes in there that I'd even stop to think if maybe maybe they died. <laughs> hey, next time they probably did die on Next time you're about to make sweeping character judgments on someone, take a second to think. Are they dead? Maybe. And then think <laughs> This has been a PSA. Would I say that if they if would I say that to a dead body? Tell me, would you look at a dead body and be mad for their dryer habits? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I, I mean I was. <laughs> They are dead, and guess what? I'm still a little bit pissed. I think you get a, I think you get a couple kicks on that corpse. I think that warrants like two, Thank you. two good rib kicks. Yeah, I can Is go that, to the funeral and just give like a quick little like. Psh, psh. That's it. <laughs> nothing, nothing too drastic. Not, not gonna and, break uh, skin, but one of their, one of their neighbors wanted to say a few words. You walk up to the podium. Yo, this bitch sucked at laundry. Peace. Set timers, bitch. I'm out. <laughs> I'm glad you're dead. <laughs> it's super aggressive too. So like Tori gets up there and like clamors for the mic. Just this bitch sucked at laundry. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the mic. Big T out. And then I, and then I roller skate away. Cause I like to make an entrance and an exit. 
And an exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I throw her dirty laundry onto the fucking people. Oh, she didn't have anything to wear for the funeral. Wonder why? <laughs> she left it all in the fucking washer. <laughs> you're fucking, you're fucking heckling at a goddamn funeral. Yeah. <laughs> she always kept a rigorous schedule. Ha! Bet. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who knew her knew that she was special. She sucked dick at laundry. <laughs> it's just what happened in their final days is, is so terrifying as, as they succumbed to the horrible pandemic that's ravaging across America. Doesn't excuse her behavior. I hate her. <laughs> Tori, you're the bad person in this. I don't know about Tori, that. Tori, you're the bad. Look, I'm, I'm going to go back and do laundry tonight after this and watch it all be cleared up. And it was just like... I had a whoopsie. I took, I was on that good shit. You know, I ate a good edible and I was knocked out for a week. After this recording, you're going to hang up the call and you're going to be like, <laughs> now you're, now you live forever in my podcast. Now, now <laughs> yeah, all of my 3000 subscribers know that you suck. You're just doing it for podcast yeah. clout. Yeah. Well, I think that's the best thing I can do to honor her memories. It's like, yeah, right now all all people know her as as the the faceless person who's really bad at laundry who Tori has now left two passive aggressive notes that are posted into the big pile of laundry to make her feel bad and and really shame shame her, which I do feel bad about now, but they are still there. I haven't removed them and I've had a week to do so. But also, I did immortalize her forever on this podcast. So And I think what that's more beautiful. Can you really do? It's so beautiful. I think no, honestly I think that's it's beautiful. That's yeah. kind of what this podcast is for. It's a platform for us to air our grievances. Like I stopped going to therapies often because we started doing the podcast weekly. Maybe that was a bad one. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I'm maybe you look, shouldn't lock that one. Maybe back. you shouldn't substitute a licensed therapist with Tori and I. <laughs> that's a bad <laughs> idea hey, hey look tay hey look yeah, tay. A I, as, a, a, as a joke as a joke love it like i love it where you're at right now for people who are listening to this podcast get get help if needed yeah no absolutely get help i that was a funny haha joke from your and good, you know where you can here. get the most help every single friday on youtube spotify i soundcloud <laughs> itunes youtube it's called baseless claims and we're here. So you really came full 360 on that joke. You were like, no, Tay, we should walk that back. But everyone, listen to me. Instead of therapy, <laughs> listen every Friday to Baseless hey. Claims available on Hey, platform. but think of how many more monthly listeners we would have if everyone just substituted therapy for Baseless Claims. <laughs> Tyler went up on that half pipe, pulled a sick 1080 nose grab, and landed it with perfect accuracy. Yeah, I nailed it. Think of... The monthly listeners, though, if we just started taking over for people's therapy, personally, I think I'm very qualified. You know, I think our jokes. And hey, that's half the battle. Our jokes are so funny. Our jokes will make mm -hmm. you cry. And that's what everyone needs. They just need a good cry. Let it out. Our jokes are so funny. You'll cry. Yeah, and then you're what, fixed. That's all therapy is. That's all therapy is, is. Your therapist just makes you cry by going like, huh? Yeah. You think your life is bad? You little baby. You don't, don't cry you don't about it. Shit. You're young. What do you have to be depressed about? <laughs> that's, that's all therapy is. That's all therapists do. Yeah. Your mom was right about you. You're a piece of shit. And your dad was right too. You <laughs> twink bitch. My therapist just hit me a lot. Like it had to be like physical. Like crying. Oh my god! Yeah. So this, yeah, because you, you tough skin. So they had to bring out just some whips and and like 
bar. Now like we're bars getting of into a different paid them. service for airing grievances. You know who's going to need therapy, though, is that baby for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Tyler, what were you saying? What were you saying for your title of the of the, of the podcast uh, today? Tay, Tay, please. Tay, please. Mm-hmm. We've, I'm, you know what? I'm a new man now, Tay. Okay? We've interrupted are, are you? you so much. Shut up. We've interrupted you so much that <laughs> I want to <laughs> let you go first. How about that? How about that, pal? Wow. Kiddo. Bud. I thank you. Thank you. Uh, mm, don't like that that line. Kiddo. Get to it, Scooter. Sport. Mm. Anyway. Want to take over for the so podcast? I sport? said. How about you take mm-hmm. the reins? Anyway. Um, maybe you take this uh, one so mm. <laughs> hey i know we've interrupted you so much in the past and that ends today <laughs> the next 20 here minutes you of go. the podcast is just interrupting here's the, me <laughs> here's the key to the podcast you take that you walk in the front door first and i'll support you the whole way through uh-huh i'm gonna talk about my bit which was i'm so excited for you to share this i fucking i hate this bit this bit actually gives me like low-key anxiety (laughs) whenever anyone interrupts like on a on a humorous basis like when they're intentionally doing it it's it's horribly Mm -hmm. anxious because you're like i don't know when i can finally speak yeah yeah now seriously Mm. i turn the floor over to you you can understand why I have trust issues with you saying this, right? No, I don't get it. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Anyway, so my title was Futurologists. From my oh, I underst- forgot a part about the laundry thing. God fucking damn it. I didn't do that. That was Tori. God fucking I damn it. I didn't do that one. Sorry, Tay. I took the key. I snatched it from you, and I was, like, throwing it over your head. Like, oh, I can't reach it, can't reach it, because I'm, like, so much taller than you. And now I'm lowering it back, and I'm handing you, it to you're you. throwing that key between you and Tyler, yeah. And I'm just jumping in the middle, going, "Guys, stop it! Yeah. Stop!" And just just when Tyler was like, "All right, there you go," I came over and gave you a wedgie, and I pulled the underwear over your fucking head, <laughs> and then I kicked you into the mud. Um. So what a futurologist is, from the one time I've seen someone with that job title was on like a discovery channel program or whatever right and basically what i got from like his little talk was that he just sits around and thinks of cool future shit for a living and doesn't actually like make it doesn't engineer any of it he just goes you know that sounds like a cool thing that's future shit i'm money please so you could (laughs) like if you were just imagining like captain crunch but what if you just had the berries? That'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Does he work for a specific person? Who gives him his paychecks? The future. I don't know, but that's tangent to the bit. That's tangent to the bit. I just wanted to define what a futurologist is because I got into a discussion with one of my other friends about automation and the future of automation. And I cannot wait till we as a society automate literally like 90% of all things and just fucking kick it. That's, you know what I mean? It sounds very, very nice in concept when you say it like that. I think reality is so much different than that. No, no, no. We're working towards it. And that was the discussion. Like what can we automate to make our lives as easy as possible? So we just have to fucking kick it. I, I, 
the only jobs the only jobs that I could think of that you can't automate is entertainment, IT, and medical. And everything else can be automated. And fu- fucking give me an example and I will prove you wrong. Uh, fine dining. Are you fucking joking me? Look, I've seen Bobby Flay whip out that knife and I've seen him carve a whole goddamn chicken and like not point. Guess what seconds. a fucking robot can do, motherfucker. Hey, I don't know about not that because I've seen Gordon Ramsay cook a perfect scallop in 30 seconds. And it's yeah, not he about might be a robot though. It's not about the yeah. swiftness. It's about the pizzazz, the character. It's about the love. It really that, is about that the That brings love. up a good question though. Is that entertainment? Ah oh, shit, you're fucking right. You're dead right about that, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And mm. that counts. Okay, but think about like, how wide the entertainment field is, though. That's like a ton of shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's one of the only things that can't be automated is if it has anything to do with entertainment as like a personality doing a thing for a crowd or an audience, that cannot be automated. Mm-hmm. Everything else can be. So then what happens in this in this future that you're thinking of where everyone gets to kick it when no one has any money because no one has any jobs unless they're We won't we won't fucking need money at that point. We just go to the robots, go beep bop boop. Yeah, but and the ham and the deli counter gets put into a platter in front of us and we go, "Cool." And you just fucking walk out, you go home and you kick yeah, it. Yeah, but the the person who owns the shop had to pay to put the robot there. And they have expenses of, like, you know, getting the deliveries of ham. So, like, Tay, you just put everyone out of work. Yeah. The, we'll have universal basic income okay, by that bullshit. Okay, bullshit. There bullshit. we go. I mean, hey, we're, hey, Tyler, we're, we're stepping into Narnia right now. This is fantasy world. And hey, now with, South with Korea, that- South Korea has done UBI, and it's working perfectly. Yeah, that's South Korea. We live in the United States of goddamn America. The shittiest place on earth. <laughs> People <laughs> refuse to look into like clean energy or the fucking like anything that's like renewable because they're like, well, my, my great grandpappy was a coal miner. People refuse. And that's their whole basis. And then people are like, fuck yeah, America. Okay. I guess the, the thought experiment kind of relies on this perfect future. Not even perfect, like, just not we, being in America. capable of. It really just depends yeah, yeah, yeah. on yeah. not being in America. So let's, okay, let's step outside of our borders. Let's, fuck it, yes. Finland. We're in Finland, and everything's Tyler, hold, or, or Tyler, hold my, Tyler, I want you to hold my baby soft hand right now, and together me and you are going to skip into the sunset, which is Tay's brand new great future automated future where we just fucking kick no it. i'm still yeah. not behind it at all because <laughs> okay. if i didn't have those tasks like the bullshit tasks like i gotta dust i gotta fill my dog's food bowl i gotta do laundry i gotta clean the dishes if i didn't have those i would have nothing to do all day all day. Hey, guess what you could fucking do instead? You could work on your YouTube career. You, you could, could do make anything music. you want. You could spend the time making music. You could spend the time. And if you if you wanted to dust, which I don't fucking understand that you would want to or not, just turn your automatic duster click off and do it yourself. And then when you're done, click click it back on. Easiest thing in your life. It's true. Just fucking kick no, it. No, because I don't want to kick it for that long. I've been horribly just anxious 
about kicking it for the past six months. I hate kicking it. And that's why with all of your free time, now that you have, because you're kicking it all the time, you have the time to go to the doctor and be like, hey, this... This is making me anxious. And they're like, no problem, dog. We have a good healthcare system. Here's a bunch of fucking pills. And your problem is gone. And you get to fucking kick it. Yeah, Tyler. And in this world, you don't have any, there's no fucking pandemic that's taking over the world where you're constantly watching, seeing how stupid people are. And they're not listening to any of the scientists or they're not you know, following regulations or not doing all of that stuff is gone. You're just living in a good world. You've got a good income right now and you just get to fucking kick it. Okay, can you please yes and this? I'm I I'm never I'm never stepping into the y'all can y'all can be in this magical future. I'm going to be in touch with my only reality where I sit every day even when I am bored and don't have anything to worry about. I'm just like I don't know what I want to do. I'm bored. I'm bored. Because capitalism has instilled this thing in you that, like, uh, all of my downtime should be productive. I should be fucking working on something. I should be profiting right now. But in this UBI socialist utopia that I'm creating, you can just fucking kick it with no guilt, my guy. No guilt. And everything you do, it can be productive. You can start investing in the things that you want to do, whether that's, like, woodworking or making music or you want to fucking produce a film or some shit like any of you can just do anything you want maybe you want to take a week and you want to hit a bunch of like national parks and go on a bunch of hikes and stuff like that that's you can do that and you're not losing any money and there's nothing you have to worry about getting back to because everything's fucking taken care of and you don't have to worry about the fucking economy either because everything is fucking automated Tyler. Tyler, you talk a lot of shit about capitalism, but you're just like, you're like, dude, I need, but I have to be working. I have to work. Oh, no, it's not that I have to be working. It's just with that much free time. No, no, no. My brain doesn't know what to do with that. No, 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 no. Oh, that's too much time to do all the things you want rather than having to do things you don't necessarily want to do and then having limited time to actually do the things that you enjoy the most. And in that limited time, you're anxious because you feel like you don't have enough time to focus on yourself and relax. So you just fucking sit there in a cycle of anxiety until your next workday where you're just like, back to the grindstone, I guess. You know Tyler, what? You know what would be, you know, you know, and you know what my it. utopia is? My utopia is a, is a utopia where Tyler goes, yeah, let's build on this idea instead of going, nope. And crossing his arms very firmly and just saying, no. Okay, Tyler, if you want to deconstruct this utopia so much, give me examples of jobs that can't be automated and I'll deconstruct the bit with you. A robot just can't. I will let you know that I will defend this utopia with my fucking life because everything can be automated. Look, a robot can't fuck up my McDonald's order the same way a human can, okay? And I like that. I think that's beautiful. Why would you want that? No, no, you're wrong. Why would you want a fuck up at McDonald's? We've talked about how if you can't get exactly what you want at McDonald's, you fucking hop a curb and go somewhere else, you motherfucker. What are you talking about? What are you trying to do right now? Like, what's your fucking game of just planting your feet and going, hmm, no. Tyler, just fucking kick it. Kick it, my guy. Okay, I'm kicking it. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to go? I, I'm on the boat. I'm on the boat. Where do you want to kick it to? Literally anywhere. You can go anywhere. 
Okay. What are you Here's doing? The, What's the Tyler flight, doing the in this beautiful is a world? Drone. It's automated. Hop on a plane. Go to fucking Fiji, my guy. Dip your toes in the fucking ocean. Here's what we're going to do. Kick Here's it. what we're going to do. There's no yes and. It's just going to be, yeah, I would, I would go on a cruise. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I'd read more books. Can, oh. Mm-hmm. Think of some stuff that can like be automated that would make your life easier. If you were just if you just had all of the free time, you were doing fine financially and you could get you could go anywhere, get your hands on anything. What are the things that Tyler is going to start doing? I can what's fucking a, what's answer this crazy this? thing that Tyler's going to get into? I can fucking answer this for you, Tori. He's going to pre-order a PS5, sit on his ass until he gets there, and then play Spider-Man until he fucking bleeds from it's his eyes. It's actually Cyberpunk that I'm going to play until I bleed from my eyes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also, that doesn't sound too bad. No, that really no, doesn't really sound doesn't. too bad. I'm actually kind of amped to be unemployed when Cyberpunk comes out, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play the oh, shit okay. out of that. And then I can... Wait, maybe if I can kick it in perfect utopia, then I can just absorb the fiction of bad utopia, which is cyberpunk, where everything is automatically already automated. Exactly. But it's also going to be worse at that point because, like, uh, unemployment's running out, my guy. You probably only got a few weeks left. Tyler, think about it, right? In this perfect utopia, you can slide that VR headset onto your greasy head, mm-hmm. become a starfighter pilot, and that's all you have to be. Yeah. That's all you have to be is a starfighter pilot. That's Tuesday, Tyler. Wednesday, Tyler? Oh, he's in the shop. He's sanding away. He's making some wood joints. In VR. I don't know. In VR because everything is just <laughs> VR now. This is It's all VR. We even sleep in VR. I'd get way too motion sick with that. Is sleep automated? Uh, tucking yourself into bed is. Yeah, you have a robot that's like really hunky and beefy and they come and pick you up like Fabio <laughs> carrying someone into the sunset. <laughs> and you just like, you wrap your arms around them and you're like, oh, like when they pick you up, you give like a little like surprise, but kind of flirtatious like, oh, and then they carry you into bed and they set you down there. My concern is that the robot is not like a human in that it doesn't know how much force it's using relative to human bodies. <laughs> fucking so he just fucking have. crushes me like a folding chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would test it on my cat first. You know, I'd get right, it home on right. it, unplug it, pull out the little battery tab, and then I'd be like, okay, go pick up, <laughs> go pick up Maury. And it would just be like, doo, 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 and then just crush him and a bunch of fat shoots out and guts and stuff. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> need some tuning. tomato paste with white and black fur. Clean this up, but after that, run and get a new cat. And the ambulance that's also automated comes to your house, but they don't know if they're in firefighter mode or if they're in ambulance mode. So they just fucking set your place ablaze. <laughs> Wait, why would a par- why would a paramedic start a fire? No, they were in fire. They were in firefighter mode. No, 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 no. Because like in your constructed bit that you just did there, they are either in firefighter mode, which is to put out fires, or paramedic mode, which is to start fires. You don't, you don't know this day, but all firefighters also start fires. Whoa. It's, it's job security. Yeah, it's a job security thing. They're just looping in their <laughs> own income. Um, so let's construct a really cool uh, day in this perfect utopia. You're hungry. Oh, no. What are you going to do? But you don't want to, like, you don't want to get food ordered to you because you did that the last 36 days in a row. You want to cook something for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So you walk on down to the store or get a bird scooter or whatever the fuck. Or, those are or have your now. big robot carry you like Fabio down to the store. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you get to the store and you're like, what do I want to make? 
oh, I want to make myself a nice juicy steak with potatoes and asparagus. Ooh. So you walk over to the meat counter, and there's a little kiosk there with like a touch screen, and you go beep, bop, boop, and you get your cut of steak, and then behind the counter, a robot arm, and it wraps everything up for you and just fucking tosses you that shit. You grab it. You grab a sack of potatoes, or you press a button and it brings potatoes to you. Fuck it, this is the future. And then you fucking leave the store, and it charges your card automatically because they do that in Amazon shops now. You just scan your phone, and they fucking track you like it's fucking 1984 or whatever the fuck, and they just charge you automatically. So you don't have to worry about it. Then you bird scooter home, cook your meal, and then instead of cleaning your dishes, you hit a button and it does it for you. Fucking kick it, my guy. I, I would like to add that dishwashers are already a thing. So we're part way, we're part way there but in you, your future. But you, yeah, but you don't have to do any. Like you just finish eating and you get up and you walk away, and it's already. For oh. Tyler, it's pouring pouring him a tall glass of Mountain Dew already. I would, mm-hmm. and guys, I would have been on board with this had you just said it's just Smart House. If you would have said it's Smart House, then I would have just been there with you already. I don't think you would have, because if, if there's one thing I've learned, it's how fucking pessimistic you are about what the future <laughs> holds. Look around. Can you be anything else? That's honestly I fair. Mean, that's true, but like, we're trying to give people f- therapy here, remember? Yeah, so since Tyler cannot provide me a job that can't be automated, this future is inevitable, um, and we should work towards it. Horse chiropractic. Again, that's just Big Fabio. That's, <laughs> we use him for a lot of things. Yeah. Also, yeah. does that count as entertainment? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Last Saturday, I went to the best horse chiropractor show. He really treated those I love, hooves I with love respect. watching those big guys crack those backs. Oh, it's just, it's amazing. Tyler, imagine that, like, you get done. It pours you your Mountain Dew Code Red or whatever the fuck you want. You play yourself a few hours of whatever the hot, probably still cyberpunk, even if it's 100 years in the future. Then you have Fabio, Fa, Fabio Bot carry you up to your, your nice purple mattress and lay you down, and then they start giving you a massage. You know, they have, all of a sudden candles are lit. You have like that, that nice calming smell. There's like a, a light showering rain playing over the speakers that are all built around your house. And then, the, of course, the robot changes to look like Katie Seagal, so it can be your smart house fantasy. And then she just starts massaging you. Can I get... That's fucking kicking it. Wait, robot, I want Steven Seagal today. And they say, <laughs> and they say, whatever you want, big guy. And then my robot is then Steven Seagal. Hey, let me rub your shoulders. Steven Seagal starts trying to teach you karate. But he's he is as old as he would be at that yeah, time. It's, so. Well, it's Wednesday, though, so I got time. It's not Tuesday's daylight is running out. I got Wednesday all day ahead of me to let Steven Seagal teach me, robot Steven Seagal teach me karate. That does, see, now that's a fucking future I can get down with. Mm-hmm. Shitting. How do we automate shitting? That's my dream future. I don't want to have to go to the toilet. You want all bodily functions taken off of your plate. Yeah. I guess I didn't, I didn't specify that like non-bodily functions are automated but i like playing in the space of automating bodily functions so i think that just there's a vacuum mm. attached to you at all time it just sucks the shit out honestly wait is there like is there like body augmentations we could possibly get in this future why not like what's okay 
each of you, what is the one augmentation you would want to have a la Deus Ex or Cyberpunk? That's a good question. Ah, hell. I want a jetpack. Just built into your back? Yeah, just so I can... I don't need... I Fuck car payments. Don't need that anymore. I jetpack everywhere. I want nanomachines that regulate my caloric and fat intake so that I never have to worry about, like, working out or... Or Tyler making fun of you for being a big target in a Mexican standoff. Yeah, just... Okay. So I don't have to okay. fucking think about it, right? That'd be nice. That'd be nice. I think the thing I would have to go with would would be an augmentation so that I don't have any type of gag reflex. And before anyone makes a joke, <laughs> it's just because oh, I have oh. Tyler. Tyler has seen how bad my gag reflex is. One yeah, time I he have. described. Oh, has he? That sounded really bad. One time he was verbally describing to me what it was like to get braces put on, and I started gagging to the point where I almost threw up. Just him talking about someone having their fingers in your mouth made me start gagging so bad I almost threw up. Tyler, have you ever touched your tonsils before? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't look. I'm going to be honest. I don't think my fingies are that long. Yeah. Not a lot of people know this. Really Wait. short little fingers on this guy. <laughs> Do you guys actually still have your tonsils? I don't have my eardrums. I, fuck fuck you. Tyler, yes, you, you have to have your eardrums. I don't know. There's something missing in my ear. It's gone. Anyway, I know that it was like a fad or whatever to get your tonsils removed when you were a kid. Do you guys not, still yeah, have it your was, tonsils? Nope, I wouldn't call it a fad. fad. Like, I they wouldn't did. call it a medical procedure that was necessary. Yeah. But you're not answering my question. No, yes, I still have mine. Yes, I still have my tonsils, but they are bedazzled because it was a fact. Okay, for a I also while. still have my tonsils. Why the fuck did people get their tonsils removed? Because if they were constantly getting infections. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. Well, yeah, but it's it like was, if you get an infected gallbladder, they just rip that puppy out. If you're consistently getting strep throat or tonsillitis, they're just gonna rip those suckers out. I mean. That's I just oh. got mine bedazzled. And it was also a fad. They were like, oh, my God, Katie got her tonsils removed. I'm going to be the lamest girl in school now. <laughs> my mother, mother, I must have my tonsils removed. Mom, I want my tonsils pierced. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's going to be my goal to say the most accursed shit to make you gag. It doesn't take that much. It literally doesn't take day? that much. All I have to do is describe. So, Tori, it's this metal device dude, that they don't. put dude, in dude, your dude, mouth, dude, and it dude, stretches don't. out. I took my headphones off. I can't hear And you. then Stop. it holds your tongue <laughs> on the top of your mouth Stop. like that. I can see you. Mim- <laughs> From there, what they do is so your tongue is lifted up. They put the cement on the back of your teeth. Sheer look of disappointment on Tori's face. Yeah, I, th- I think it might be retiring age, folks. <laughs> I think I might just pack my bags and get the fuck out of here. Hey, Tori, you know yeah. where you can go on vacation in your retirement? Where? Well, you can spend all summer at Burning Man. Because now we're talking Burning Man, baby. We're getting into... The weirdest Burning Man things. Tori, how familiar are you with Burning Man? I have, uh, I, I'm a little bit familiar in, in the cases of I've heard a couple of firsthand accounts. Really? That's about it. So not that familiar. I just kind of, I kind, and I've also seen All Gas, No Breaks. So I'm, 
Oh, okay. Pretty Tori, much an expert, I guess. <laughs> Tori, have your mom has your mom gone to Burning Man? Is that where the first-hand accounts came from? Yeah, my mom's a she's a big burner, hundred percent. Yeah. Nice. Tay, how familiar yeah, are bad. you? Fairly familiar. I don't like know anyone who's gone or I I don't study it or anything, but I think it's kind of neat and I would go to it. <laughs> I'm a Burning Man philosopher. I study it <laughs> for a living. I like to pontificate the Burning Man. I'm a Burning Man archaeologist. That, hey, I'm going to be honest, that's a real thing. That's a real job. Ah, fuck, you can't, you you can't, you can't automate that. You could. (laughs) You send a Roomba with a fucking metal detector attached to it out into the (laughs) desert. 100 100 Roombas equipped with metal detectors fall into the (laughs) desert. (laughs) And that's future Burning Man. It's just all the Roombas. Burning Royale. Let me, let me break down Burning Man for you guys. Burning Man. If it is your first time, if you've never heard of it before, it is a giant community that's erected in a fucking desert for seven days, and at the end of those seven days, they burn a giant wicker man. It is a, it's not like a festival, a concert. It is a giant community where people just give shit out and put on displays, and there are some rules. Rule number one. Oh, are there? If it's your first time at Burning Man, it is mandatory that you be greeted with nude hugs. You have to receive yes. th- that nude hugs. What desert, in which desert does this uh, event take place? <laughs> so it, hey, Tori, I'm going to be real with yeah. you. Burning Man ain't on a map. It's a state of mind, baby. <laughs> it's a lifestyle more than anything, yeah. You, if it's your first time, you must roll around in the sand while staff searches your vehicle for stowaways. What? What? You got to roll around in the sand. You got to embrace the desert, baby. Get that sand in all of your orifices. Oh, shit. Yeah, there there ain't no showers. Yeah, why would you, uh, why would you pack a stowaway to Burning Man? Because it costs 400 to get in. Whoa! 400 or 4,000? 400 to get in. $400 for a ticket. I thought it was way more than that. I thought it wasn't anything. That's where, like, tech giants go. That's just the admission priced. That's not like, you know, because you got to bring all of your own equipment. you got to bring your own food. you got to bring your own water. Like, there's nothing provided. It's just self-reliance for seven days. Tay, maybe what it is is that someone really didn't want to leave their chihuahua at home. And so they just like kind of threw it in the back of their Honda CRV and they were like, all right, let's hope that they don't make me roll around in the sand naked while they search my car for stowaways. Ah, shit. And they found ah, them. shit. They found the picnic table built into my Honda CRV. <laughs> <laughs> they host, Fuck. they hoist the chihuahua above their heads and go dinner. <laughs> and then they rip it in half in front of you above their head. <laughs> With just their bare hands. It's the giant Fabio robot that does it. We can't have robots in the desert. It's with sand. They get all up in their circuits. I don't want robot hey, Fabio to have I, too look, much shit in his circuits. I have seen Boston Dynamics robots. I'm pretty sure they can handle it. God, that's that's the future, right? Let me describe to you a, a little bit of what I found about Burning Man, and then we're going to get into the craziest accounts that people have from this desert drug experience. There was an installation 
that someone built where they made real-life hungry, hungry hippos with their kids, their children on skateboards just catching rubber balls with upside-down storage containers. That's fucking rad. Yeah, hey, actually, I'm down with that. Like, if that's what burning... I thought it was, like, a lot of drugs and nudists and crazy STDs being passed around, but if it's a bunch of kids playing Hungry Hungry Hippos (laughs) IRL... No, no, Tori, you're kind of there. It is... You know, in the desert, a bunch of drugs and STDs and nudists. But I guess also bring your kids. If you bring your kids to Burning Man, they should immediately be allowed to shoot you. Yes. With a gun. There was a wedding, a a wedding, like a legit one with an officiator Mm -hmm. who also- I'm sure there's plenty. Who also just had bagpipes. He was playing bagpipes while officiating a wedding. Yeah, it's not easy to find those. Few and far between those those bag playing officiators. Everyone's trying to get one, but they're so booked up. Like, it's so hard to get them. Yeah, yeah. Someone built a literal castle and just held medieval-themed parties inside of it. I did. That's also fucking rad. Tyler, none of these has made me gone, ooh, maybe Burning Man, not good. Oh, no, no, it's not supposed to. It's not supposed to make you be like, oh, this is not good. This is this is to warm you up. This is to butter you up. And it's also to oh, let you know, okay. hey, this is a this is real shit that happens. Yeah. This is and it's a lawless land. It's just to tell you, hey, mm-hmm. no holds barred. This is the desert, baby. Desert rules. There was someone who brought a big rig, so an 18-wheeler, and on that 18-wheeler, nice. they put a yacht on the 18-wheeler. <laughs> And nice. drove it around the desert to make it look like the boat was sailing in the desert and just had boat That's parties on so it all week. fucking cool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. There was a car with a functional fucking carousel on top of it. Hell, Hell yeah. yes. That seems structurally unsound, but fuck yeah. Desert rules. We thought podcasting was international waters. We could get away with whatever we want. <laughs> nah. Yeah, this... That blows that shit way out of the water. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Podcasting in Burning Man. Oh my God. We have to have a Baseless Claims episode at Burning Man. I'm really upset. That's why I brought this up. I'm really upset I missed it this year, you know, with COVID. No Burning Man. (laughs) You know me. I'm a big I was going to ask, what was Burning Man 2020 like with uh, the pandemic in mind? Well, they did actually do like eight universes. It was like a... It was a Burning Man multiverse where they had like 20 different locations around the U.S. where people would go in line like a museum one at a time. What? Pretty sick. But so like a socially distanced Burning Man sounds way less rad. It's a virtual Burning. They were all on Zoom with each other (laughs) just shooting drugs. Hey, have you ever seen Ready Player One? No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just Burning Man 2020. That's just what happened in Burning Man. (laughs) Hey. You find your true self at Burning Man. Yeah, Spielberg, huge burner. Not a lot of people know that about him. (laughs) The person, one of the people that I heard the firsthand account from was a guy who was in his like late 50s, and he brought his parents to Burning Man. He said that he goes every year, and he also described it as it's sort of like Sodom and Gomorrah, and you don't know who you truly are until you've experienced Burning Man. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Photographers have to sign a paper that says they can be censored if they publish any, anything 
that provides evidence of someone committing an illegal activity. Oh, fuck yeah. No narcs fuck at yeah, Burning dude. Man. No narcs allowed. The only thing I could find about Burning Man that was specifically illegal is pooping in public. Oh, you can, there, there ain't no Wait, so you can, you can murder someone in cold blood and burners will just be like, hey. Vibes, bro. Toss him on the wicker man. Toss him on the wicker man. But pooping in public, you catch a $150 fine for that. Sorry. Oh, easily payable. You know what I mean? Sucks <laughs> yeah. just goes there and shits everywhere. He <laughs> he's just beady eyes staring at people, like <laughs> blinking uncontrollably, and he's just like squatting and taking poops. <laughs> and then he like pulls his pants up and he like d- drops $150 on the ground and then he quickly like speed walks like, you know, 300 <laughs> meters away and then he pulls his pants down and does it again. <laughs> he, folds- he folds $200 up in nice origami and places it on top of his shit pile. No, he wraps the poop in them. <laughs> <laughs> he wraps the poop in the $150. It's really easy on him, too, because all of his shit comes out like soft serve. <laughs> <laughs> no, imagine imagine he actually does one where you know, he's sitting there squatting and he's just like staring around with his big open eyes. He likes when people watch and he gets done. He turns around and looks at it, He's like, oh, that's that's a good one. And he puts down 300 because he thinks it's worth double. <laughs> Tipping. Zuckerberg preps himself for Burning Man every year by ingesting thousands of dollars so his poop comes out with the money already in it. He he never has to worry about keeping his wallet on him. He eats those, like, gold flake pills. So they have to go through the extra step of converting the gold back to currency. He really is an asshole. He is such an asshole. God, I fucking hate Mark Zuckerberg. God, I hate God, I hate this hypothetical Mark Zuckerberg shitting gold flakes and forcing people to revert it to currency. What do you Tori, what do you mean? Are hypo- you saying hypo- this is what do you hypothetical? Mean hypothetical? No, it doesn't shit gold flakes, okay? He just sets the money next to it, okay? You guys took it a little too far. Oh, okay. He's not that, that much f- of an asshole. Was that fake news? Yeah. He hand wraps the dollar bills so they come out in even squirts like a ketchup machine. <laughs> One squirt. <laughs> Has the $150. Another squirt, $150. It's every time. One of the times he's pushing, you just hear him like, ow! And they're like, oh, wait, what's wrong, Mark? And he's like, paper cut. Oh! Ow! That's, yes. That's cursed. That's cursed fucking content you just delivered I to us, Tori. fucking love cursed shit. Or what if, what if he really wants to make it super inconvenient for everybody involved and just has, like, an entire jar of pennies? <laughs> <laughs> that he just like consistently pops into his mouth like fucking popcorn. <laughs> did y'all used to eat pennies when you were little? No, what the fuck? No, did, did yeah, you really? Not me either. Bullshit. You brought it up, you had to have. I was just seeing if y'all were weird. Me? I was just fucking hot chicks all the time. Yeah, I, I okay. Was, Tori, I'm going to save you from this because you really dug a grave you can't get out of. Uh,. Mm. The thing is, Mark Zuckerberg actually does go to Burning Man, along with Elon Musk and other tech giants. Elon yeah, Musk, all the, all the tech giants are going out there. Elon yeah. Musk called Burning Man just Silicon Valley. It's just Silicon Valley because all the same yep. people are there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, the guy that I interviewed about it is a tech developer. Let me tell you a little bit about the billionaire because that's two different universes, baby. Billionaire Burning Man and real Burning Man. The billionaires. Are they, they segregated? Yes. They buy up oh, a separate fuck. section of the desert. They have 
planes bring them in. Fuck yeah. Modular, modular vehicles create this dome shape for them to live in Fuck with yeah. a sheep skin lined yurt underneath it with five rooms in it. There's a foyer, a dance club, a bedroom, a luxury bathroom with shower, bathtub, plumbing, everything. Fuck yeah. And a giant kitchen dining room with chefs in it that just take care of everything for you. So we can't escape the wage gap even at Burning Man. That sucks. It's a bad world we live in. So let's brighten it up with some crazy stories from Burning Man. Yes, please. These are real life accounts from people who have been who have burned the man, as they yes. say there. My brother has gone a few years, and my favorite story from him is riding around the desert on acid in a fire truck that was modified to shoot flames. Fuck yes, oh, fuck, fuck yes, yeah. fuck yes. That's the dopest shit I ever heard. If That's I could get amazing. out in the desert and just drive Gravedigger with flame shooting out of it while I'm on acid, fuck yeah. And Tay, you were asking earlier what kind of firefighters just start fires. That yep, those The ones, ones who burn the man. How do you think they burn the man, Tay? Oh. Firefighters. Got it. I once traded 25 glow sticks for a ride on a small airplane that was nearly out of gas, flown by a crazy guy who I later saw drive a 16-inch nail through his dick into a 2 by 4 on stage in front of a couple hundred people. Jesus I, Christ. I want to go to fucking Burning Man. Dude, this sounds lit. Holy shit. Hey, but you can't poop in public, just so you know. Yeah, I know. I'll bring, oh, a, damn. I'll bring, I'll bring a doggy bag. <laughs> I decided to wander out into the playa one night. The playa is what they call, like, the city area. Like the common yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. yeah, One night for a little alone time. After a while of walking around in the dark, I come upon what looks like a portable toilet out in the middle of nowhere. I think to myself, I could pee right now. I walk over to the porta potty and open the door, only it's not a toilet. Instead, there's a guy standing behind a wooden bar top with shelves of liquor behind him he smiles and says welcome to the smallest bar in the world what do you like after the initial shock wore off i step inside order a shot of whiskey i stayed there for a while had a couple of drinks thanked the bartender and then walked back to camp the best part about this story is i thought to myself how long was that guy standing in that quote-unquote <laughs> bar <laughs> Waiting for someone to show up. He could have been there for hours. That's amazing. That's or people who were like geeking balls or drunk as shit, and they walk in there thinking it's a porta potty, and they just kind of start letting it fly before they really gather the surroundings. <laughs> I wonder how many whoopsie daisies he has in that little. We, we <laughs> or, have to. Or they do it. Okay, okay. He's got the perfect setup because he's intentionally doing that because if they walk in and they're out of their fucking mind and then they shit, he's like, ah, 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 150, 150 right now. <laughs> hey guys, uh, we're going to be launching a fundraiser here for the channel uh, where if you just give us $1 each with all 3000 of you, that'll give us enough money to get out to burning man and we will produce a video. Uh, Shapeless media does burning man. So even if you just donate $1, which is the cost of a McChicken sandwich from McDonald's. It's actually 41 cents less. I know the math. I like McChickens. But still, but still, you can fund these three 
funny people to go to Burning Man and give you that sweet, sweet content that you crave. Just just go to www.burntheseboys.com. <laughs> B-O-I-S. A bunch of people were in full-body raccoon suits rummaging through Buckets. random people's coolers loudly at <laughs> four in the morning. That's the best thing you've said yet. It's not just a convention for the rich, you know, tech entrepreneurs. This is for the furries out there, too. Yes. Me, I'm a rainbow raccoon, and I'm going to go, I'm going to go just dig my little, my my dirty little paws up in your cooler and see what you got. Ooh, Heineken? That's gross, but I'll take it. Can you imagine going in the raccoon suit and then doing that shit, like grabbing Heinekens and then being like, ah, this sucks, and then throwing it at someone's tent or throwing it at Zuckerberg in his clear bubble (laughs) shitting everywhere? (laughs) That's not a segue out of the podcast, but I guess it is now. So thanks so much for listening and or watching uh, wherever you may be listening and or watching. Go ahead and leave us a like, favorite, comment, or review. It really helps the show out, and it gives us more stuff to talk about. We love uh, hearing from you folks, uh, and it gives us more fuel for the fire uh, at Burning Man, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Go on to whatever podcatcher you're listening to this and leave a review, whether just a star review or a written review. That's very helpful. Subscribe, follow on all of those platforms. Also check out Shapeless Media. That's the corresponding YouTube channel with this podcast. And uh, you can subscribe there. Check out over 600 videos. And we just surpassed 3,000 subscribers. So we are going to be doing a another Q&A video. So if Woo! you have any questions, hey, guys, hey, guys, listen to this. Mm-hmm. Don't ask Elder Scrolls questions, okay? You can ask us anything you want. It doesn't have to be... What do you think's gonna happen in Elder Scrolls Six? It can be anything. You can ask. You can ask Tyler the biggest shit he's ever put in his ass. That's right? fair. <laughs> I get it. I'm just trying to say, we have those questions. You can ask anything you want. Go ahead. Yeah. Be creative. Have fun with it. We can be creative, and instead of putting out a Q and A video, we can put out a Q and on video, Tori. Uh, now there we go. Holy uh, shit! No. Now you're onto something. Y'all, Fuck off. Y'all ready for the Burning Man last burn? <laughs> Y'all ready the to Burning Man the Burning Man final flame? Uh, let's get ready to burn down this podcast with someone's crazy recollection of Burning Man. Uh oh! I once saw a jar of mayo out in the deep playa with a sign reading "Free Mayo." <laughs> Whoa! And oh, here's God. the thing, Tori. It wasn't a normal size jar of mayo. It was oh, a no. 30 foot tall jar of mayo. Whoa. Oh my God. How do you even create such a monstrosity? How big of a sandwich would you need for that? How big of a prison do we need to put that person in? <laughs> the biggest one. They fuck Rikers Island. We need to basically build a concrete cell that has circulating oxygen and drop them to the bottom of the sea. I don't even think we need the oxygen. I think we just drop them in the bottom of the fucking sea. That's true. How, how fast would you drown in that mayo? Not fast. Not fast oh, enough. That's, that's fucking rad. Can you dude. eat your? Hey, Tori, you think you could eat your way out of that mayo? <laughs> oh, I think yeah. I, I think I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs>